it matters what you're optimizing for. Are you optimizing? This is, we're starting to get into the foundations of like what I believe is the foundations of efficiency. This is good. This right? Is good. So this is what I realized. And this is the underpinning concept of my entire book, right? So if I had to summarize the 320 pages into like two sentences, mm-hmm. right? People are optimizing to transfer information as fast as possible, right? Nothing is faster than text. Yep. So if you're optimize, if you like text, it means you're optimizing to transfer mm-hmm. stuff as fast as possible. Okay. Right. What I believe is the is what's needed in terms of mindset to scale and to really kind of get to the next level. Right. You need to optimize for retrieval, not transfer. And so optimize for retrieval, not transfer. So what I mean is nothing's faster than text. Right. Right. But the problem with text is if in a week you need to go and retrieve. Hey, what did I say to Nick? Was that in text? Was that in a group text? Was that in Slack, a Slack channel? Was that in Asana? Whatever. You're not. You made it fast for yourself a few weeks ago to get it off your plate, but you're making it 10 times harder for yourself and your colleagues to retrieve information that they need to retrieve in the future. So the Mm. the subtle but distinct mindset shift that I realized, it was like a big aha moment is like, hey, I'm actually even doing this mistake. I'm just, I'm optimizing to transfer stuff as fast as possible. People are drowning in work, right? That's why this book is called Come Up For Air. Everyone I talk to, you're drowning in work. What do you do when you're drowning in work? Well, you try to take shortcuts. You try to increase bandwidth however you can. So you either hire more people to increase bandwidth. Yes. Most expensive mistake you can make, right? So if you're only getting 50, 60, 70% out of everyone and you're hiring people, but you still had an extra 30% you could have gone out of people, you just wasted money recruiting, onboarding. Now you got to pay a salary and now you have to, manage more people, which is hard, right? The The other thing that people do when they want to get more bandwidth is they just get stuff off their plate as fast as possible. Yeah. So they just text or email, like whatever's fastest in the moment. Cause it's like, I'm too busy. I'm just going to get this off That's my plate. Sure. God, the problem well. is when everyone on the team has that mindset and everyone's doing the same thing, it's like in math, it's the difference between a local optimization versus a global you're locally optimizing, like in the moment, you just did what's fastest. Yeah. Congratulations. But everyone's doing that. So in a week or in a month, you need to go and find that file. You need to find that conversation. Good luck. Like it's a, it, you're back to that scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. So if everyone takes pause and in the moment makes a mutual commitment to each other, hey, this is our policy. We're all going to respect each other. We're all going to put it where it belongs. We're going to put this in this bucket this in this bucket. That's where really we're in the moment. It's frustrating. Maybe it's like, oh man, it's an extra two clicks. But in the long term, everyone saves time. It's, mm. it's like this, like when you do your laundry, the fastest way to finish laundry is take it out of the dryer and throw it all into one drawer. Right. A hundred percent. You don't do that though. Right. Like well, you separate. <laughs> it depends on the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people though, at least the way a lot of people finish laundry is they separate their socks from their underwear. Yeah, from, for sure. Absolutely. I definitely it, do that. And it's not faster. It's faster just to throw it all in one drawer. Yeah. But tomorrow when you have to put an outfit together, it's faster to put that outfit together. Cause like, you know, the drawers, mm-hmm. it's the same in business. Like you got drawers, put things in the right drawer. That is good. You like that? That's good. I love that. Yeah. You know what? I, I've been <laughs> thinking about something before you, uh, something you said earlier and I just can't let it go. Mm. That there's an actual stat that's, that shows how fast it takes 
for us to make a decision whether it's one person or many. Uh huh. Where'd you get that from? I mean, I, this, I'm I'm, t- I'm citing something back from like 2014. That was about how many back and forth it takes for two people to make a, a find a time to meet. Dig into that for me, real quick. Well, it's just like if you think like me and you're trying to grab dinner. On average, how many time, how many back and forth ping pong ball oh back gosh. and forth, right? That was, there's a lot. Yeah, because I'm so indecisive. Indecisive, people are busy. Like, I'm sure if we looked at both of our calendars, like, it's probably, like, not that easy to find yeah. overlap. So, like, All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Can you start? 
doing it. You know, you asked something too that I've been thinking about that I want to give to your audience. And you're like, where do people start? What can people do? Because yeah, there's a lot of tools. We're dumping a lot of information. I don't want people to sit here like, man, this is too hard. Where do I start? Something that people could start with right away is the way that people run. Well, email is a good one, but if you don't have the right training or their material, Mm -hmm. um, the way people run meetings is really inefficient. And if you take a look at your calendar and the meetings you have, I guarantee you what could be what what's in an, what's an hour time slot could be accomplished in 45 with some pre-work or an agenda. Yeah. What took four people probably could be done in three. What's recurring once a week maybe could be done every other week. Mm-hmm. And so I would analyze how meetings are done. That's probably like the lowest hanging fruit in most companies. And also especially as an entrepreneur, your time is always your most precious asset and time isn't linear. Like meaning your time isn't always worth the same. Say you value your time at a hundred dollars an hour. That's a blended average at 9am on a Monday. My brain is at full horsepower. (laughs) I just had a coffee. I'm relaxed from the weekend. That time slot 9am after a workout and my coffee might be a $500 time slot, Mm -hmm. right? Versus like 7 p.m. on a Friday, that might be a $20 time slot, right? When I'm in the back of an Uber and I don't have my, my brain's tired and I don't have my laptop. So taking a look at your calendar and, and optimizing how you do meetings, but also optimizing it around predicting where your, where your brain's horsepower is going to be and sticking things in the calendar that require higher horsepower when you can predict you're going to have, look, you can't predict how you're going to sleep tonight. Yeah. And like, you might wake up feeling terrible tomorrow. So you can't predict that. But in general, you know that maybe after a day worth 10 zoom calls, like your brain's going to be more tired. So like, for sure, you maybe don't want to do the biggest interview of the year yeah. after the 10th zoom call. Right. <laughs> so you just have to like, think about it like that. Not, not that every time slots worth the same and optimize how you're strategically planning out your day and your week around predicting how sharp your brain's going to be. Another thing you could do is utilize dead time in a more effective way. So when you're in the back of an Uber, I do a lot of audio and video recordings when I'm in the backs of an Uber. Right. Then I'll sit or just like, no, for my team. So instead of me needing an hour at 9am on a Monday, maybe now I can only, I can do that in 30 minutes because I utilized all of my dead time gotcha. in the back of an Uber. And because out of that hour, it's not all collaboration. Some of it's me giving updates like, hey, we just closed this deal. Yeah. We're doing this. We're doing that. I don't need to eat up live time for that. That could be asynchronous. So I'll record video, send it to my team to watch in advance. They'll do the same to me. And so I'm watching their videos and recording videos for them during these times that were, you know, by and far just complete dead wastes of time. Yeah. So if you can like re-optimize and restructure your week and think about how do I make use of dead time? How do I free up more valuable time for when my brain's sharp? That's a huge win that you could do right now. You don't need any fancy tech for that. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I I, I think it's, it's a really, it's a much needed conversation around uh, time management, especially we don't, we don't really account for like the, the minute. You know what I mean? We don't really account for um, how what we can do in five minutes extra a day. That's or, huge. And I, bro, as That's you're talking, huge. Dude. like I probably waste so much time, bro. Man, we'll we'll do a Zoom. We'll we'll, we'll fix it. But like 
five minutes is massive. Cause it's also think about it like at scale, right? Five minutes a day, right? At the end of the week, that's 25 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Call it a half an hour. That's two hours. That's two hours a month. That's 24 hours a year. That's you. Let's say you have a team of five people, right? It's 120 man hours a year. So when you start thinking about it at scale across a team, right? Mm -hmm. Some people are like, oh, but that's only five minutes. I look at that five minutes for your team as 120 hour time savings a year. What can you do as a team with a free hundred? And it's just free. It's like, you're just getting 120 hours. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.